If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me as always, eating his cheese, the man who's never lost, Tyler. Tyler, welcome in. How's your weekend, buddy? Uh, pretty good weekend. Lots of birthday celebrations for the past two weekends. Uh, sorry, I couldn't be here Friday. You probably would have wanted me on the show anyways, but I did get this sick sweatshirt. <laughs> because I got cold when I was a little boozed up. I, I, I Everything must... I must say, every every time on this podcast, if nothing else, I just like to see the fit you're rocking. And so if you guys aren't watching on YouTube, you're missing out on this incredible-looking man. So make sure you go to the YouTube, look in the search bar, type in Sports Betting by Dummies. We are the first one on there. Make sure you subscribe. We usually go live around between 5, 5.30, depending on the day. Um, but if you're subscribed, then you'll get a notification every time we go live, and you can see his incredible fit every single episode. And this is the last time you're going to see the beard. It's getting ready to go away. Oh, a little tease even. A little trim it back down into uh, something more manageable. Okay, there you go. So tune in on Thursday because we don't know what we're going to see. You may not even recognize Tyler after Thursday. True. And joining us as always, the Green Goblin himself, the voice of God, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. How was your weekend? Hey, thanks, Patty. It was a great weekend. Uh, very busy. A lot of drinking, a lot of betting, a lot of golfing. Um, it was it was a fun, busy weekend. It went by a little too fast for my liking. But the uh, best part about uh, Mondays is that we got the Sports Betting by Dummies podcast. So I'm pretty juiced. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. We Today, as always, our new Monday segment News from around the leagues. We, we, normally, I will ask you guys where we should start, but uh, we, we have to start with the biggest news story that broke today in the NFL. Jack Doyle of the Indianapolis Colts retired from the NFL today. <laughs> Definitely the biggest news, I thought. Yeah, yeah, for Not sure. Not that old, is he? Uh, they said he's only a nine-year uh, vet, so you know, still he's got to be still relatively young question for debate if you are a subpar nfl player and i know that's a contradiction he's he's a freak athlete in top top percent of a percent are professional athletes especially in the nfl where you just get beat up to shit if you're in the nfl for three years you get a pension if you're just kind of a like a like a decent like backup tight end do you just play like five years and then call it you're set the rest of your life it depends on the contract you get. Like, if someone's going to keep giving me out, you know, multi-millions a year to not really even play on Sunday, like, I mean, I'll come in and tweak my hamstring and get a rack or two. <laughs> I, I think... Would you take half of it to do nothing? Yeah. Spend time with your family. Are you sure it's half? No, I have no idea. I also don't have my own family to spend time with. Thank you. <laughs> we are your family, Tyler. It's okay. Um, but also, I, I think you probably want to get in there for at least your second contract because I think your rookie contract, you probably you probably didn't get a whole lot. You may have even been an undrafted free agent that got signed. So you, your first contract may not be a lot, but once you hit that second contract, then I think maybe you could consider retiring after that, which is, I think, what Jack Doyle did. Gotcha. But in all reality, the real news that we are going to talk about in the NFL, Calvin Ridley suspended the, for the entire 2022 season for betting on NFL games. It was said that he was betting on three, five, and eight team parlays in the NFL. And uh, let me tell you from experience, Calvin, I know you're listening, but uh, the parlays always win in the end. You know, they, they always get to you. They're the most enticing. You can win the most money with them, but they always end up winning in the end. I don't know, Pat. That man bet $1,500 and ended up losing $10 because that contract is gone. <laughs> I, I told you, the parlays always end up winning. 
Oh, I thought you were saying the parlay, like keep betting parlays, you're going to end up winning. No, 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 no. I'm saying the parlays are always the one that ends up on top. Patty parlays himself. (laughs) That's right. That's right. A man known from experience. I'm Uh, I'm pretty upset about this because he was a proud listener of the show, which is clearly why he bet all those all those outcomes. Right. You know, Calvin, that one's on us. Uh, Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? He couldn't have listened to our show because my number one rule is don't bet on the Falcons, and he bet on the Falcons, so he couldn't have been listening to the show. He couldn't have been listening to the show. That's true, actually. I mean, that checks out. Come on, Calvin. I thought Pat, when he came up with the second news of the day, was going to be the news we're all waiting for. Mo Cox probably getting more playing time. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I know Pat's a big fan. Did you see the tweet that um, I think Schefter put it out? How Atlanta got like a bunch of trade calls for Ridley, but mm. they like on the good faith clause they like didn't say anything because they knew he was about to get busted for the whole season. That's interesting. I didn't see that. I did see that uh, Calvin Ridley yesterday uh, tweeted out that he he's learning from his L's. Uh, so you know. That was pretty interesting, I thought. Uh, no, I just think it's like, I guess uh, chivalry isn't dead with the Atlanta Falcons, man. Good for the Falcons. I hope they uh, I hope they turn it around. <laughs> you hope next season's better than last season? I just hope I can bet on them. I mean, everyone, I mean, nice guys finished last, even in the NFL, but maybe the Falcons can change that. A- any comment from you, Tyler? I think you wanted to say something. So was this related to his missing part of, or you know, half the season with his mental health that, problems? I, I, I had that, that. I had that thought as well. Or um, was he bored, and what you know, felt like he's missing out? Wanted to get into the action of football a little bit, so he turned to sports gambling. I do think he wasn't playing at the time when he made the bets. Now I don't know if this was at the point when he was out for the whole season because of the mental health issues or whatever. Or the injury. Right, right. So, you know, I'm not sure at what point or what was the cause of him being out at that point, but he was definitely not playing when he bet on the Falcons. And, yes, he did bet on the Falcons. Old. Yeah. So, well, Calvin, uh, since you're listening, I know you hear that uh, little disclaimer before every – every podcast make sure you give that number a call get your help you need and uh we'll see you in 2023 maybe if you bet 1500 does he really have a problem i mean 1500 on his salary i think he can afford to be that guy well his old salary he doesn't currently have a salary right so you know i don't Uh, know calvin ridley i do have a job opportunity (laughs) it pays 20 dollars an hour it we, does pay twenty an hour starting. We, Give me a call. <laughs> All right, moving on from that, uh, the NFL Combine happened this weekend in Indy. Um, Tyler, I know you're a big Combine guy. I know you like the uh, analytics and everything behind it. Anything uh, catch your eye this weekend in the Combine? Yeah, did you see that six four corner, like six four, two hundred five pounds, ran a what a four two six, I believe. Yeah, that's wild. Like he is a converted receiver, hasn't been playing uh, cornerback for a long time. But like that was wild. And then just everything Jordan Davis from uh, Georgia did, like a man that size doing what he did, just absolutely insane. Yep. Again, it's like just said, these athletes are built different. Um, just being in the NFL with these same people alone is scary enough. But being that person that's built like that and being able to do all of those. Uh, things is wild as pat mcafee says the one percent of the one percent that's right just i don't know like some of the running backs were kind of slower than i expected though this year georgia defensive tackle that's like ran like a four eight yeah jordan davis that's that dude's a monster bro that was insane i actually i saw that man at the living room lounge in indianapolis i might have said this on the pod before uh, Why would you go there, bro? Why to see Jordan I Davis. I mean, clearly, it 
Are you not a fan of the living room lounge? It's a little ratchet. What? So is this. What's the what's the problem? I think we're I think we're thinking of uh different different places here, Tyler. I'm talking about uh the movie theater on Mass Ave. Oh yeah, no, that's way <laughs> different. Than that's what it's, it's honestly super bougie. I was getting worried. Classic mix-up. Classic mix-up. But anyways, up. they were there for the national championship, and I this beast of a human being towered over me, and I was like, I didn't think human beings were that big, but he ran a 4.8, so... Uh, did you get a picture with him? I sure didn't. Oh, come on. His head would have been out of frame. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could have sat on his shoulders or something. I mean, or I could have just walked back into the theater and watched <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, that's great. All right. Uh, moving on, where do you boys want to head next? Hmm. Uh, why don't we talk about the Celtics, Lakers? All right, we're going to the NBA. So we'll start out with Tyler Celtics. Uh, Jason Tatum last yesterday uh, dropped fifty-four in Durant's first game back from injury to beat the Nets. Yeah, that's my bad. I said what? Lakers. I'm in Nets. Well, Lakers, Nets, Celtics, Nets, you know, Lakers, yeah. Warriors, whatever. We get, we'll talk about them all, but uh, Tatum, man, he looked like a different man yesterday. I mean, his son, LeBron, was out there on the court. He had to teach him a thing or two. Or not LeBron. Uh, KD was out there on the court today yeah, or yesterday. Had to teach I was going to say, didn't LeBron put up a 50 burger? Yeah, LeBron also did. That's why I keep thinking Lakers and LeBron. <laughs> But, but no, Tatum had to come out there and teach him a lesson and say, hey, I know you guys traded for all these superstars, but uh, number three pick in the draft, right behind Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Celtics, they looked good in that game. I mean, it was a lot of scoring, a lot of back and forth, but in the end, Celtics and Tatum emerged victorious. If you score 54 and you lose, that's kind of a bad look, so... Glad they pulled off the victory in that one. 15 points from the bench total. Maybe not as deep the Celtics team, but they've, they've had some injuries to their bench as well. And then, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, then, like you said, LeBron dropped 56 to beat the Golden State Warriors. I actually stayed away from that game betting because we're fading the Lakers and we're fading the Warriors. And so... I wanted no part of that game whatsoever, but uh, LeBron did drop 56, and they did beat the Golden State Warriors. Um, LeBron is playing again tonight. Do you think... I, I'm tempted to bet LeBron's under, I'll be honest. I don't think LeBron at his age can have consecutive, like, you know, 56-point game and then a 40-point game. You know, I, I don't know what his over under is for points tonight, but uh, how I could mean, you bet? How could you bet against LeBron and say like his age is a factor? Uh, because the Lakers have been trash and he doesn't have any help. But so he, he had put has, up fifty again. He, LeBron, is in a different mode right now because he knows that he basically has to win out if he wants to make the playoffs. So you, you guys would think over 30 and a half? I don't know if I'd go over 30 and a half, but wait, is that think, what the total is? That's where his over-under is, is 30 and a half tonight. Ooh, that's high. Yeah, that's why I was saying like maybe it's inflated a little bit because he just put up 56. Everyone knows he has to score for them to win. I don't think under's a lock, though. No. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a lock at all. 30's a lot. I think he'll be around that area. I think they kind of nailed the line. Yeah, yeah, they usually do. They're usually pretty good about it. Um, to answer your question, Diz, uh, there is – so the Pacers, for example, have played 66 games. There's, what, 82 games? Mm-hmm. So, what, 12 games left? So the Lakers 16, have to win – bad math. I was going to say, the accountant can't – Yep. I let uh, Excel do my accounting for me. Are the Lakers that Damn. far out of the playoffs? Uh, they're 
what like four games they've won like four more games than the pacers or something like that the, the lakers right now are the nine seed, so they are in the play-in game however they only have a one and a half game lead on the pelicans and they only have a three game lead on the trailblazers in the 11 seed. it is not out of the realm of possibility that the lakers miss the playoffs Plus, in the play-in game, you know, nothing's a guarantee either. So, that's where the Lakers are. Not the best spot to be in. No. Uh, I don't know what the status is of Anthony Davis, but they need him back ASAP. Uh, Probably, as it always is, Data Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well done. Well done. And with that, we will move on. All right, boys. That leaves NHL, PGA, college basketball, and the MLB. Which one are we going with? Not going to lie. The only one I know is college basketball. That's what I was going to lean with. That's the one I know the most about, and it is not a ton. All right. Well, let's go college basketball. It is the last week of the regular season before Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday does come on Diz's birthday this year. Happy early birthday to you, Diz, March 13th. You guys aren't going to want to miss it. Um, days. But a lot of conference tournaments this week for the chance to get into the dance. Um, but that's all I had. I mean, you boys, anything you guys want to talk about or discuss? I mean, wild, wild Big Ten regular season finish. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um all Wisconsin had to do was beat Nebraska, who I believe is the 13th out of 14th ranked team in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nebraska stunned them. And with Illinois uh, winning on Sunday, they got a share of the Big Ten titles. So they actually jumped to the one seed. Wisconsin is a two. And I'm a little unhappy about this because I really wanted Michigan to play Wisconsin in the Big Ten tournament. If Michigan beats Indiana in the first round, now they get Illinois instead of Wisconsin. So um, that's a little upsetting. But nonetheless, wild finish in the Big Ten. And shout out to Rutgers. They got the double bye. I'm sitting here thinking it's it's Iowa or Ohio State only. Rutgers wins out and they get the double bye. I think they deserve it. I think they're kind of dangerous. I'm still loving Iowa. Um, But, uh, yeah. I, I that that was the Big Ten finish, pretty exciting. And honestly, boys, general admission general admission at Banker's Life on Wednesdays fourteen dollars. So Let's I may uh, I may squeeze in a little uh, I may squeeze in a little uh, Nebraska Northwestern. What time? No idea. That's a great question. It's probably during the day, isn't it? Damn. Yeah. It. <laughs> uh, you said Nebraska Northwestern, uh, six p.m. Oh. Ooh. Oh. That might that might that might make that might work. I have already made arrangements to be able to dip out of work on Thursday for the IU Michigan game. I'm probably not going to be in attendance because I think they're going to get dog walked, but I will be out <laughs> watching the game. So then we can count you out for the podcast on Thursday. Oh no, it's an 11:30 game. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Wait, you're getting off work at 10 so you can drink and watch the IU game? That's electric. Yeah, I mean, pays to be the boss. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, maybe I'll bring in my uh, TV a little bit early. I was going to bring in a TV into the office for March Madness, but maybe I'll bring it in for the uh, IU game on Thursday, get the Big Ten tournament going. like it. Anything else for college basketball? I got nothing. All right. Set leaves the three probably least favorite sports of anybody's, the NHL, the PGA Tour, and the MLB. Hey, all I have to say about NHL is it, is it ride Canadians till the end of time? It is. We are in bet the Canadians money line until further notice. And most of these games, they're getting plus 200 value. I, at what point does the book realize this is happening and like adjust? 
That's Never. that's what I'm. I I've always I've always wondered this too. I did it with the the Reds uh, back in June. I mean, the Reds were red hot, and the sports books didn't give them credit. And as a fan, I kept betting on the Reds, and I kept making money at plus value. I think there was a strand Vado had hit a homer in like eight games straight or something. So I was thinking like, okay, his home run odds are going to be inflated. They weren't. I remember on the pod, we cashed that a couple times, Patty. Yep. Um, maybe it's a thing. Maybe they want you to keep riding it. Cause I think statistically uh, the odds shouldn't change, but I think in hockey, that's so far from the truth that getting hot in hockey is everything in my opinion. So Canadians money line until further notice. Do they play tonight? I hadn't even checked. They don't play again till Wednesday, unfortunately. That hurts the hot argument. But go ahead, Tyler. So say, what if the sports book is reverse martingaling us? You know, they're doing martingale <laughs> to the to the betters. Just gonna keep rolling the back until people, you know, they hit. You know, it could happen. Could happen. People are gonna be putting more and more money on a thing, and it's a sure thing. Maybe that is true. Got you gotta know your limits. You gotta know your limits. But uh, I did. I I looked at this because I was actually curious. The the NHL season is also coming to a close, but not as quickly as the NBA. And I was like, could the Canadians possibly make the playoffs? And the answer is yes. They could still technically make the playoffs. That no, I don't think anyone is mathematically eliminated because when you win in hockey, you get three points. Um, but I think they have two points. Oh, two points, whatever. But either way, I think they have 26 games left. Um, and so there is a chance we could see these Montreal Canadians in the playoffs. That would be electric. Wait, 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 wait. I thought you said they have like 20 points. The Canadians have 37 points right now. And what does the leader of the of that division have uh 80 <laughs> what does the third place team in that division have 74 yeah pat they're not gonna make the playoffs hey never say never i am i am hoping uh with so with 26 games left if they win every single one of those games <laughs> we're talking 52 they would, points they would need the three seed to lose every single game yeah correct i can see through pat's smile he's thinking about putting in a future for canadians uh winning the cup oh yeah oh yeah i can, I can see it i put one in pat, before the season started um pat can you just check the atlantic division for me i'm just curious where we stand panthers hurricanes and lightning it's the best division in hockey in my opinion that's actually the same division the Canadians are in. <laughs> so the Panthers have 80, Hurricanes probably have 78, and Lightning have 74? Hold on. There's there's an Atlantic division, there's a Metropolitan division. In the Atlantic division, you have the Lightning with 80 points, the Panthers with 79, Maple Leafs with 74, and Bruins with 72. Where are the Hurricanes? I, I'm think maybe I'm thinking with the COVID year they've merged conferences. Yeah. Are the are the Hurricanes not in the Panthers division? No, the Hurricanes are in the Metropolitan division and they have 83 points currently. Okay, okay, pretty good. So what you're trying to tell me is that we're gonna end up playing the Lightning again in the playoffs? Sick. I don't think so, but I mean you with will at some point, points. but. Don't don't sleep on the Canadians just yet, boys. I am sleeping on the Canadians, but they, I'm gonna cash this money line until it fails. Until further notice. Until further notice. They have the second least points of anyone in the league, Pat. Exactly. Fucking snowing. <laughs> Sorry. Be careful out there. Sorry, yeah, this is wild. Oh no, our cracking not doing so hot either, huh? No, no. Uh, it is not the best year to be a Kraken fan. Bad year to be a Kraken head. But it's all right. Also, you're, you're one. Did I, did I tell you guys that I gave my girlfriend a piece of paper with every NHL logo <laughs> and I had her? Did I tell you about this? You did. You did. Did I say it on air? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, yep. sorry. How, 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 are, how, are the Vancouver, 
How are the Vancouver Coochie Whales doing, Pat? Coochie Whales? <laughs> that's, that's what Diz's girlfriend uh, refers to the Vancouver Coovers as. I like it. The, the Canucks, Pat. Yeah, I know, Diz. That's another joke that you didn't understand that you missed. I thought you just didn't know what they were. No. But the, the Coochie Whales are uh, 62 points. They're third bottom in the Pacific. Ah. Uh. That's actually so who Canadian... the Canadians play on oh, you can't Wednesday. <laughs> so if we had to guess right now, so the Canadians have 37 points, the Coochie Whales have 62 points. What do you think that money line value for the Canadians is going to be? Who's at home? Um, the Coochie Whales. Coochie Whales are at home against the Canadians. I bet the Coochie Whales are. I bet the Canadians are plus 205. Well, they haven't dropped the line yet, so this is just all speculation. But Well, that's my guess. What's your guess? I'm going to say plus 180. Okay. I don't have a guess. Okay. But, um, so there, there's our hockey talk. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the PGA. Pretty much everyone choked in the Arnie Palmer Classic, leaving uh, Scotty Scheffler to win because he was the best of the worst. Um, but the fifth major, the Players' Championship, is this weekend. Diz, is there any person who you have your eye on or who you think uh, might win this one this weekend? You know, I haven't looked at it. Um, I, I, I need to get a look and I need to see some value. Um, I'm a little upset Ricky Fowler had to win Bay Hill to qualify for the players, and uh, he certainly did not win. So Ricky Fowler, who used to be my favorite golfer, did not qualify, so that's a little upsetting. Me and my dad, the pod father, if you will, uh, we would watch Ricky at the Players' Championship a couple years back before COVID struck. So uh, T's and P's out there. Uh, but nonetheless, I have not looked into it at all yet, Pat. Well, I'll tell you who I like and who's been in the run, the top, you know, few for the last couple tournaments. I like Victor Hovland. Yeah, he was in the lead after Saturday, right, or Friday maybe, and he fell apart. But yeah, or he he finished one back, so I guess he didn't fall apart as bad as everyone else. Right, um, but he he's he's probably had two top ten finishes the past two weeks. Um, yeah, he has. That's factual. And I, I think he's playing really good golf. I think he just hasn't been able to finish. And uh, I bet I bet you can get some good value on Victor Hovland. So that might be a, a sneak peek pick for me uh, for one of my dumb stummy picks uh, later this week. I love that. Do you know his values? Are there any values out right now? Oh yeah, you know there's values out. Let me take a let me take a quick peek. See, um, let's see. PGA Tour. Where the heck's golf? Nope, that's handball. Don't want to bet on that. Why not? So right now, Diz, Hovland is plus 1,700 to win. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. What's What are best odds? Like plus 700 or plus 800 for Rom or something? Nope. Uh, Morikawa is plus 1,100. 1,100's the lowest odds? Wow. Um. Justin Thomas is at plus thirteen hundred, and John Rahm's at plus thirteen hundred. Wow! If you're not a golf better, just take the top five right now and just call it a day. That's not a good strategy. Why? Because if any of those top five don't win, you're out, and if any of them do win, you only gain a little bit. Yeah, and the the chances of the field. The chances of everyone else other than those top five is better than 50%. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, it's not like a lock. No, 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 it's not. I'm <laughs> I'm definitely not saying it's a lock, but it's certainly a strategy. All right. The last one standing, the MLB, boys. Uh, we are still locked out. We still don't have an MLB season. The owners are still screwing the players. Um, and this isn't a 
the full segment, but uh, on the topic of people who need to go, we've talked about it before. Rob Manfred needs to go. Uh, he is the MLB commissioner, for those that don't know. He is the reason the season is being delayed. He doesn't care about the game or the players. All he cares about the money. Get him out. I think – I don't know enough about it. I know he's like a villain right now, and I'm not saying he shouldn't be fired, but I don't – I feel like a villain commissioner – this may be the hottest take of all time, but a villain commissioner can be good for a sport. Okay, gives the player something to rally against. Exactly. But at what point is he actually ruining baseball and, like, slowing down progress? I, I'm not going to lie. I wish I wish opening day was early April, but am I going to be upset if there's only a 100-game season? Most baseball fans won't be. I mean, a lot of people think the season is too long as it is, but uh, he is claiming it's the players' fault, that the players are the reason this isn't like working. They're not working with the owners, but the owners are the ones that are screwing the players. It's always been like that, and he – the season at this point, the season doesn't have to be delayed. I mean, he is. I the... mean, so the the commissioner's job is to support the owners. Yeah, That's and fair. then the owners support the players. So oh, I'm not. Support. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to defend Manfred, but at the same time, it should be players versus owners. So I guess Manfred's not entirely the direct foe here, is he? Or is he no. defending the owners? He he's not the direct foe. It's definitely players versus owners, but he is he is making things worse, if that makes sense. Is that because the players hate him? No, I mean the players do hate him, I think. But um you know, if you take away games, which is what Manfred did, it wasn't the the owner said we need to stop these games or delay these games. It was Manfred who set the hard deadline that said if you don't get it done by this point, we're going to cancel games. And by canceling games, it hurts the players because the players have a guaranteed salary, but they only get it based off of the games played. And the owners, you know, the billionaire owners that, you know, are missing out on two weeks worth of a game. It's it's a drop in their bucket where these players' livelihoods are at stake because they're taking away, you know, two weeks worth of paychecks. Fair. Get them out. Not against it's just it. A, it's just a piece of metal, right? That's right. That's right. Ugh. My I... favorite part about this whole thing, though, is... You know, obviously not a big MLB person, but I consume a lot of sports media just because mm-hmm. it's what I like to do with my day. Uh, I I was or I heard that Manfred actually used to be a labor negotiator, so that just makes this even funnier to me. Unbelievable that he's a labor negotiator and basically just holding all of this up, yeah, helping hold all of this up. Unbelievable. All right, boys, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, move on? Uh, Alvin Noy got cut yet again. Really? Yeah. Did that just happen? Uh, fairly recently. But it, it didn't, like, just happen, like, today while we were on the podcast. Like, it's been a little bit? Uh, two o'clock. So okay. So pretty recent that's interesting apparently they save 4.1 million dollars in cap space i mean it's nothing to sneeze at necessarily but uh which actually that reminds me so what about uh amari cooper getting released by the cowboys i mean I figured that was coming. He made, like, he's a good player, but his contract was wild, like. Well, I think, you know, speaking of savings, I think the Cowboys ended up saving, like, $20 million. Yeah. So. Like, he made way too much. He was making almost, like, you know, not high-end quarterback money, but he was making, like, decent quarterback money almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I think pretty much any team would take him if the if the contract was right. 
Oh, and the one more from earlier today that will actually affect people's NBA betting. The Cavs, Jared Allen, out indefinitely. Ooh, that is big news. I know he left yesterday's game. Um, but he is a big reason why they had some early season success. They have tailed off quite a bit, and I know we all at least kind of like the Pacers here. That's, that might affect the uh, top 14 protected pick the Pacers have because I believe the like if the season ended today, it would be the 18th pick. Um, hold on. From just where the standings are, so and I believe it turned if it doesn't convey this year, it turns into two seconds, which would kind of be tough to swallow giving up Levert for two seconds. Yeah, uh, the Cavs currently are in the sixth seed in the East. They have a three-game lead over that over the Raptors in the play-in game. I think I looked at full NBA standings, and they were wealth overall NBA standings. So, like I said, I think that would be around 18th, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it's interesting. So we're getting... Something to watch for these Pacers fans out here and something to watch for people that like to bet on the Cavs games. Well, I believe tomorrow, yeah, the Cavs travel versus, here to Indy. Cavs. I will be in attendance. Oh. So are you wearing the Jinx the Pacers? or I don't think I normally do, but last time I wore that, Pacers beat the Celtics, so who knows? But I told you, I think that was my good juju trumping your bad juju so if it's just you in the building then i think we might have to fade the pacers tomorrow that's fair we'll have to we'll have to test it you know we we have all these theories so we'll have to see that's good that that was some late breaking stuff that i forgot about so yeah it helped me three hours ago but hey that's for me that's late breaking you know i'm not exactly up to speed on all these things Gotcha. All right, let's move on. Let's review our dumbest dummy picks from Friday. Diz, I went two and five. How did you do? I went one and one. My Martingale hit. So uh, you've been buzzing on those Martingales. Yeah, I mean that's how it works, man. And you miss two or three in a row, then you start getting the shakes. But all you can do is just keep the foot down and be smart. That's right. That's right. Where are we at in the where are we at in the comp? I am up eight units and you Jesus are up two point three three units. Is I mean So on Friday I actually the two I Jesus. hit, one of them was a plus seventeen hundred, uh thirty one plus point victory, and then I hit a first basket at plus five hundred. So uh you're welcome for that. Jesus. Can we get like a a record check? A record for what? <laughs> like I'm three and one and you're like two and twenty three. I don't have it up, but that sounds about right. I think I'm just gonna start picking heinous shit that I don't actually bet on. Is that allowed? No. I I actually legitimately bet all of these dumbest dummy bets that I bet on. So you can Insane. you can laugh all you want, but it's actually something that I do and I actually feel comfortable doing. So Diz, do you want to go first tonight, or would you like me? Uh, I'll go first. Mine's pretty simple. Not a lot of explanations behind these. Hold on, let me pull them up real quick. I just rolled in. All right, so first one. You know I'm riding my boy Doug's overs all day, every day. We got Santa Clara at St. Mary's over 138. I, didn't, I, had no, I had no questions. I just said, I'm riding with you. <laughs> Bet together, win together. Man's won me $91 last week, so I'm riding with Ooh. him until further notice. Good job, Doug. Then I got LA Kings at Boston Bruins over five and a half. Then I have Maple Leafs, Bruins, and Panthers all to win on FanDuel. That parlay's plus 180, but it got boosted. 
the plus 250. Um, and I'm gonna need to hit a lot more plus bets if I want to come close to beating Patty. Well, you know how I go, you know, I, I'm a volume shooter, so if I miss all of them in one given night, all of a sudden you're back in the, the leader spot. So uh, don't count yourself out just yet. I would never. <laughs> so in typical fashion, I have five first baskets for you boys tonight, and I have three 31-plus point victories. Uh, first baskets, I got Joel Embiid, plus 290. Not great value, but uh, a lot of times he wins the tip, and then he goes out and scores a bucket. Um, Jared Vanderbilt at plus 700 for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Donovan Mitchell plus 430 for the Utah Jazz. Nikola Jokic plus 370 for the Denver Nuggets. And Evan Fournier for plus 600 for the New York Knicks tonight. 31 plus point victories. I got the Miami Heat at plus 650. Now I know what you're saying. That's not great value for a plus. Uh, 650 or for a 31 plus point uh, value they're playing the houston rockets who are absolutely horrific and the miami heat are getting kyle lowry back tonight and victor oladipo yes victor oladipo might make his season debut tonight you would have to imagine that he will put up some sort of points so uh i like the heat plus uh 31 plus points tonight against the rockets and then i like the minnesota timberwolves plus 700 they are going up against the Portland Trailblazers. Now, the uh, Portland Trailblazers and the Timberwolves actually played on Saturday, I think. It was the last game they played. Uh, the Timberwolves only won by 14. But that's because Anthony Simons hit nine threes, scored 38 points, and he is out tonight. So I do not think that the Timberwolves will have any troubles winning by 31-plus tonight. So that's plus 700. And then my absolute favorite one of this, of my 31-plus point victories, and it actually has the best odds, I'm doing the Denver Nuggets to win by 31-plus points against the Golden State Warriors at plus 2,100. Now, do you guys know the starting lineup tonight for the Golden State Warriors? I sure don't. No. Let me read this off for you. If we'll get there. Jordan Poole, Damian Lee, Moses Moody, Otto Porter, and Kevon Looney. That is the starting lineup for the uh, the Warriors tonight. I probably would have looked at taking the Denver Nuggets 31-plus had Steph Curry been playing, had Klay Thompson been playing, had Andrew Wiggins been playing, had Gary Payton Jr. been playing. All of those guys are out tonight. What did you say, Tyler? The mitten. <laughs> Gary Payton Jr. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I appreciate that. But the moral of the story is, is the Golden State Warriors are resting everybody. Uh, if Draymond's not playing, I'm fading the Warriors. Even better, their starting five isn't playing. So I am definitely going with the Nuggets. I'm going with the Nuggets heavy tonight. 31 plus points at plus 2100 value. I can't blame you. Uh, group best bets, we went 1-2 and two on Friday. Um, as a group, we were up 1.47 units. Boys, what are we liking tonight? I obviously am wanting to hammer uh, the Nuggets uh, spread. I believe the spread for the Nuggets game is at like 8.5, 9 points. I think that's a lock. That's it? That's it. That's that's why I was so shocked. Yeah, I, we can get the Nuggets at minus 8.5 right now at home at minus 110. Uh, do it now. Yeah, we'll take that one any day of the week. Diz, I know you said you liked the over in the Kings-Bruins game. Diz is, is AFK. He is muted right now, yeah. actually. I think he did say that. I think that was one of Doug's overs. I think it's one of his dumbest dummy picks. I, I liked that one a lot. I included it in the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day, so we'll go... Kings Bruins over five and a half at minus one twenty. Um, my wife just texted me and said it's snowing. So Diz, you can confirm yes, it is snowing here in Indiana. 
Lovely. Sorry Indiana. about that, boys. I just I got home from work and not uh, yet, No, I drove through for like three seconds, and now we're now we're fine. Also, sorry for the muted there. Um, just got home, and a DraftKings check's waiting for me, so uh, <laughs> had to had to take a second to gather my thoughts there. Sorry, go ahead. There you go. But as we're in group best bets, did you hear what we're liking so far? Sure haven't. We like the Nuggets minus eight and a half versus the Golden State Warriors at minus 110. I think I heard you said none of their starters are playing. Yeah. Uh, so Is eight and a half points too much for a team that's playing? The, are the Nuggets good? I honestly have no idea. The Nuggets are decent. Um, they have the reigning He's MVP. Yeah. Um, but – the 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 Warriors I would have taken the war or the Nuggets to win and to cover if Steph Curry was playing and Steph Curry isn't playing nor is Clay Thompson nor is Andrew Wiggins uh, basically they're Draymond. starting Draymond's not playing still um, so none of their starting five is playing I don't know where they're going to get their points from but nonetheless I think the Nuggets win by thirty one plus that's one of my dumbest dumb bets so I think getting him at minus eight and a half and Tyler agrees we lock that in pretty quickly. That's fine by me. And then uh, Kings Bruins over five and a half. Oh, yeah, that was one of my dumbest dummies. Right, that's that's what we were saying. Now we just need one more. Anything college basketball jump out at you, Tyler? Uh, any NBA? Not much college basketball, to be honest. Yeah, Mondays are usually slow. Um, well, and you're going into conference tourneys. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I kind of have a sleeper pick here. I'm not sure how you guys feel about it. Um I like the Pistons plus seven and a half versus the Hawks. That's what I was looking at. The only home dog tonight. And exactly. It's it's a home pup. The Pistons are 6-0-1 ATS their last seven. Uh, the Hawks have only covered 10 games all season on the road. Uh, I got to be honest. Oh. I love the Pistons plus seven and a half. Atlanta's missing a starter. Yep. Detroit's missing some people that don't really get minutes. So, I mean, for seven and a half, that's not bad. Seven and a half's a lot of points. Yeah, no, I kind of like it at home for Detroit. Diz, you with it? Well, I, yeah. Okay, so to recap, we've got Nuggets minus eight and a half versus the Warriors, Kings, Bruins over five and a half, and Pistons plus seven and a half versus the Hawks. All those, well, the first, the two NBA ones are minus 110, the over five and a half is minus 120. And the Hawks not great against the spread this year, so they're actually horrific on the on the road. Yeah. They're decent at home, but on the road they are horrific. I mean, just overall, twenty eight and thirty five against the spreads, tough. Yeah, yeah. All right, boys, it's time for the multi sport hail mary parlay of the day. We have twelve legs. We have five on the ice, seven on the association. Um. Any guesses if you haven't already looked at the value? I have seen the value. <laughs> That's what happens when you start looking into those episode notes. It's like, damn, maybe I should okay. start uh, blacking it out like I did for the, the group best bets. Redacted. Yeah. $1 to win 1600 Not bad. It's $1 to win $1,996.90. We will start on the ice, and I'm sorry, Diz, I had to do it. Sabres plus two and a half versus your Panthers. Um, Bob's not in net, and it is at Buffalo. Buffalo's been playing a little bit better. Uh, Spencer Knight's in net. He hasn't been great. So I'm I'm hoping the Sabres can keep it within two goals. And then I got the Kings Bruins over five and a half. Blue Jackets money line versus the Maple Leaves. Avalanche Islanders over six. And Flames money line versus the Oilers, and then in the NBA, 76ers minus seven versus the Bulls, Pistons plus seven and a half versus the Hawks, Heat minus fifteen versus Rockets, Timberwolves minus fourteen versus Trailblazers, Jazz plus two and a half versus the Mavericks, Lakers, Spurs under two thirty-five and a half, and Nuggets minus eight and a half versus the Warriors. I struggled with that Lakers Spurs one, Tyler. I don't like either team right now, but two thirty five and a half seemed like a lot, especially, you know, 
like as, like we said, if LeBron's only scoring 30, I don't know the Lakers can put up a ton of points. I don't really know if either team can put up a ton of points. That's my hope. That's that's really my hope there. Um, and then, Tyler, the only reason I went with the uh, – so the 76ers I didn't feel great about. That was another one I didn't feel great about, but the 76ers yeah. have just been hot. Um, so hot right now. And then the Jazz. I I don't like taking the Jazz, especially as underdogs, but uh, Jalen Brunson is out for the Mavericks, and he's been like – I don't know if he's been their starting point guard, but he's averaging like 16 points a game. So I got to imagine there's some sort of uh, regression with him being out. Uh, Dinwiddie playing? Um, I think he is, but I don't. He'll probably be the starter tonight, then I'd assume. Hold on, let me see if I can. Uh, no, it looks. Oh, yeah, he is. Dinwiddie's starting in the two. Yeah. Oh, at the two? Yeah. Luca is starting the point guard. Fair enough. Yeah, and then you got Reggie Bullock, Finney Smith, and Dwight Powell rounding out the starting five for Dallas. But a completely healthy Dallas or Utah team, I think, uh, you know, getting points. And, but we'll see. I'm with it. All right, boys, anything we need to get off our chest before we uh, call it a day? Did you guys see Coach K? What, that he lost? His speech after how he was yelling at the fans to be quiet. No, oh, I did I not see that. that. <laughs> he literally, yeah, it was bad. He's it, biggest Thanks sore loser ever. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's coming back next year, so he can. Not <laughs> he can't lose his final home game, so he's coming back. Especially against North Carolina, though. That's how you not get your players up for that. That's tough. North Carolina is not even that good this year they're not they're kind of like on the, i don't know if they're on the bubble necessarily but they're uh for their standards they're not great yeah yeah so anything else boys no sir Alrighty. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, I know I already mentioned it, but make sure you follow and subscribe on YouTube. Go to the YouTube search bar, type in Sports Betting by Dummies. We should be that first one up there. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. But uh, we hope you all have a very profitable start to your week, and we will see you all on Thursday. Peace.